This is Gabriel Herrera, and you're listening to the Texas Music Spotlight. Welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hey everyone, this is Julian with the Texas Music Spotlight, TMS Musicos. Yes, we are back, as you heard last week, with Jules the Human. We are returning, and we are back at this moment uh, with new episodes, new artists, new musicians. Really a lot of cool things coming up uh, for this for this second season. Uh, today's TMS Musico is Gabriel Herrera. He's a percussionist from San Antonio. He's played with all different sort of cats around here. A lot of great musicians around town. Most notably, his his uh, his long time with uh, Ruben V as percussionist. Uh, really cool stuff. Uh, real quick before I get into the interview, uh, don't forget to like us and and check out our Facebook and our Twitter and our Instagram and all that good stuff. You can find it just by going to TexasMusicSpotlight.com. You get all the information there. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Subscribe, 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 and leave a review. You don't know how much that helps when you leave a review for us on said device, however you listen to the damn podcast. Anyway, I'm rambling. We're going to find out how he went from trumpet to drums, how, why he was fired by his dad from his dad's band. Crazy. Uh, using tree branches, branches for sticks and his search for human bones. Find out why... He's looking for human bones. And if you've got some human bones, by all means, contact Gabe. He'll take them off your hands. Uh, his study of different religions uh, in, in use of percussions. Really cool. Real interesting cat this guy is, man. Really, um, his approach to the percussion is very interesting because he's a true, passionate lover of the art and the music. Um, his journey into art and painting. We talk about his paintings at the end of the at the end of the show. So, without further ado, I'm not going to hold it because this is a long one, but very interesting. Be sure to listen all the way to the end. It's a great interview with Gabriel Herrera, percussionist. Check it out. Gabe, first of all, thank you for thank you for joining. I'm thank you for joining me and and allowing me to speak to you. I know you're a busy guy. You're teaching and playing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming out, man. Thank I know you, it's a, for a lot of people, it, it's a, it, it's it's a it's a time thing. You're like, oh, I try and fit you in. That's why I try to make it like an hour, and that's about it. But uh, I, 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 to be honest with you, I'm blessed, man. Thank you for having me here, brother. This is I. This is really cool. I like it. I like that a lot. I'm anxious. I'm excited. Yeah, I should have turned the AC off first, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't hear all that that noise on there, right? <laughs> so, okay, what what I do in, in my interviews is is I want to know like where you started from like where how old were you first started banging on the pots and pans and shit you know yeah first first time i've seen i was introduced to music was my dad yeah did uh, he play he played he was a, a, a bajo sexto player he played bass he had his own group called los apaches y los tres indios you know yeah but what he, kind of music they are uh, conjunto 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 and and um he would play he he would stay up at night. My mom, she would tell me this. My mom, Henry Zimmerly, Fred Zimmerly. Yeah. I mean, they would go drink. They go to the house, drink all night, and play guitar. You know, right? So I mean, he had a huge history of that. Uh, my first 
encounter of playing live with him. I was uh, six. Well, well, you you started you you got in, uh, introduced to it by your dad. So you used to watch him. Yes, did, I, used, did, I used to watch did him. He, did he rehearse there at the house? Or no, yeah. what he did was at that time <clears throat> my mom and dad were were divorced, uh-huh. so he would bring the instruments to the house. Man, custom. Uh, amps <laughs> the 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 tuck the yes the, the sparkly vinyl yeah <laughs> purple sparkly oh, vinyl nice. like oh and then uh, uh um bass guitars drums all oh, the instruments were there because he had his own band he right. had his own trailer but i would wake up in the morning <clears throat> on a saturday and my eyes oh my and my mom said don't don't touch don't touch <laughs> how so, old were you about then that was uh five oh, man yeah. and and man i wanted to touch those instruments so bad man (laughs) i couldn't even i mean bongos and it was it was it was it was i don't know it was like christmas but you couldn't even touch the gifts man but uh (laughs) uh, oh my god (laughs) man i wanted to play so bad but you know but he would he would pick them up during the day and and he would go go for gigs and that was every weekend and that's what he would do man i was never allowed to touch an instrument until one of my cousins, uh, my cousin's husband, mm-hmm. had a cornet, and uh, they loaned me a cornet, and I was trying to play the cornet on my own, you know, <laughs> just just playing the cornet all this time. Um, so I actually love it so much that I, uh, we were poor, man. We didn't have any any cash, man. We didn't have any money, right. and and and. It was. I remember this in elementary. This this uh, band director came from Ju- Edward Junior High, uh-huh. and uh, she went to the elementary saying, you know, she was like, I guess recruiting musicians for the for, junior high band, right. and she said we need trumpet players, and they're like, oh, I want to play trumpet, you know, and and uh, of course we didn't have no cash, but she says, oh, you know, there was a program where the un- un- underprivileged kids can you know take a pr- trumpet home. Okay. So by that time, you know, I, I'm in junior high and uh, I get a trumpet. It's like, oh man! It's from the school, you oh, got one and you got to take it home, packs with it. That, and stuff. that was my that was my instrument, man. The trumpet. I love the trumpet. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that was my instrument. So That's I, funny because when I went to middle school, they didn't let me play trumpet. I guess because I was a big guy. They said, "Oh, you need to play a low brass instrument." Whatever. Uh, and yeah. I wanted to play trumpet, and they stuck really? me, they stuck me on baritone. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, and 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 when I got there, it was a, it was a, it was a nice. They just rebuilt the a band the band hall. Oh god, it, it was huge. Bunch of kids were in there, man, and French horn and da da da. And they had, you down, you know, yeah, like making noise. They had twenty five <laughs> trumpets. I remember oh, clearly twenty five trumpets, <laughs> one drummer, and and the band director says, I remember Miss Pelfox. He's like, you know, we're gonna have to some of you trumpet. Guy's gonna have to play drums. I'm like, oh man, I didn't want nothing to do with drums, man. Like, so, yeah, all the cool kids play trumpet. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like you have, well, you have an instrument because you couldn't take the drums home. You could take the trumpet home or French horn, whatever you could take home, but not the drums. And sure enough, I was thrown to the drum department. Like, man, this guy just goofy looking guy i'm like oh, man, really dude? Yeah. you didn't you didn't have you had no liking for the drums you no were, liking for even though i remember my brother and i man we have we were at night i remember watching uh uh um the midnight special man uh-huh. and um 
all these acts, man. I, oh God, man. You know, uh, Steely Dan and right. Kiss and all that. Anyway, me, and my my brother and I, who's he's a lot older than I am, would sit in front of his transistor radio late at night, air drumming to Grand Funk Railroad. To all this music, <laughs> man. It's like ah, you know, it was fun because he he loves drums and. Right. Um, I was just there with him because it was fun, but right. it wasn't a, it, for me. It was the experience of the trumpet, just to touch that instrument, just to say, "Man, this is God right here. This is right, golden, right, right. man." Anyway, so I, I, I uh, yeah. They, so you they, pick up drums in middle school, and you're you're not liking it. So what they stick you on snare or bass drum or what? No, um, everything. I had so, to learn the okay. snare drum, the bass drum, the cymbals, the mallets. I, it, it was. It was. <laughs> At what point did you start to like it? <laughs> okay, what what got me into it is be, uh, listening to uh, K Mac Kiss Kiss uh -huh. FM. Uh, you know, uh, of course, I would get, back then they would get, every kid was in rock and roll. They right, they got in right. rock and roll, man. And the very first, I mean, I've I've, I've heard a lot. I've seen Buddy Rich. I know who Buddy Rich was. Right. And da, 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 but the band that pulled me through. And, and people, you know, a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine know me that Rush was the band that really pulled me through. Right. Listening to Twenty One Twelve, that synthesizer Moog thing. Well, as a drummer, right? That's got to be the, the shit, right there. Oh <laughs> man, it was so. I was like, "What the hell is this, man?" You know, and and um, so I heard the drums and. And when I saw the picture, and then when I saw Exit Stage Left, the album, right, right. I saw all the percussions. Like, really, you can do that? Right, right. <laughs> I didn't know you can do that with a That's rock band. The same band. stuff that I have in, in the middle school, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there I go, man. And downstairs, we it was a, 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 a we called it the dungeon. It was downstairs, the practice rooms. Mm -hmm. So I took the bells, I took the bass drum, I took the snare drum, <laughs> I took everything else, man. I'm, <laughs> Trying to be Neil Peart, but I'm not. I, 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 I thought you were gonna say you took a picture of yourself. <laughs> I wish, man. But back then, it, was, it wasn't like today. But man, I was there listening to Rush and trying to learn rudiments. I didn't know crap, man. It's right. like because I didn't want to play drums in the first place. But yeah, it was it was that that that, that uh, the rock band Rush that just got into it. And um, so you continued I, all what three years in middle school. I could, yeah, all the way through uh, high through school. school. All through high school. All through high school. You just stuck it out, huh? I, I, I actually, <laughs> I thank this uh, drum teacher, Mr. Ramirez. I remember I had a private drum teacher, man. That dude's bad, man. That dude was awesome, but he would not let me touch the snare drum for shit. He really? Went, oh, my God. It's like he had a nice slinger line, beautiful slinger line, and played a hell out of it, man. Oh, and I said, sir, I wanted this. I said, no, you're never going to touch this unless you can play like I can. It's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, go, I went that with my my dad. I couldn't touch the instruments. And then it was like, I want to. <laughs> not again. No, not again. <laughs> so, but anyway, he taught me uh, uh, discipline and diligence. And You and, know, and that's what I want to, I'm, I'm actually bringing in for one of the podcasts, uh, uh, like I told you, a band director. Right. Because I think that first experience with, with most musicians is through the band program. Yeah. You know, and that's and I was influenced by my band director in middle school, Mr. Hernandez. My director in Cal in, uh, in high school was Mr. Rosales, who was a mean motherfucker. Yes, he yeah. was mean, but man, I 
I respected him. You know what I mean? So he was never mean to me, but he was mean to other people. So I just, because I was always like, I don't want to get yelled at, you know? So, but you know, the, the importance of a band director or a band program to any musician nowadays, you know, there there's still musicians who, who skip that whole process. Right, right. But I think the importance of, of the band program in school and in public school is, is important. Very important. I, man, I, to me, learning this process of, of, of learning from, a, a very very serious musician is is golden because you learn how to respect you right. know and and he mr ramirez taught me respect and taught me that you look up uh, no matter what it is you look up to your superior musician and you respect that person you know it's like okay and and you know i was i was a nessio kid man right. back in june i didn't give a <laughs> shit by anybody but when it came to him like okay sir you know i'm there and learning the traditional grip because that's what he said you know match grip fine but traditional if you're going to be a, a drummer jazz right. drummer traditional it's like all right you know trying to learn traditional but i i it's 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 a magical thing man we can say this all day it's magical nobody's going to figure it out nobody's going to understand it until they went through it right you know and and understand like oh man it is a it's a good program to have um well I, i've told my wife this is you know she's asked me what's it like to get on stage i said there's nothing in the world like it exactly there's nothing in the world like exactly, getting yeah. that feedback and even when my son was uh first playing his first year in i think in middle school trombone he uh he had his first concert i think he had a solo and he had a he stood up and did the solo and I said afterwards, What'd you think? And I, and in his eyes I could see he goes, I loved it. And I said I knew I lost him. He's done. <laughs> He's gonna be a musician. <laughs> Once he told me that because you either you either love it or you hate it. Exactly. People are scared of the stage or they like the stage. Exactly. And that's and he he went along the path where I, I really liked being on stage. And right. that's where I knew that I lost him. I tried to get him out of the music business, but <laughs> there really is nothing like it, and you can't describe it unless you've actually done it or been there. Exactly, and and that's what a lot of these, uh, uh, you know, a lot of these kids don't know nowadays, man. And I'm and and I mean, there are kids that that you know, being a me a music teacher, I I, I I make sure these kids have a direction that they want to go to you know right uh, but but learning all this in junior high and then transfer to to high school i mean uh so you did the marching the concert oh, what what did my, you enjoy the most god marching was the best <laughs> god i loved it so you know I, I was into the drum corps so you know eddie rivas right yeah, man? yeah. okay <laughs> We went to high school together, man, uh -huh. and and he, oh god, man, poor guy, man. Tell me, tell me stories. I was a knucklehead, man, because uh, you know we had this concept. Uh, we I, we went to John F. Kennedy High School, and right. and and uh, the thing is, the drummers, the drum line, you know, right. and and. From the drum line, you become brothers. You become this yeah. and that. And, of course, back then, they had the initiation. They dress you up like a woman <laughs> da -da, as a freshman. Yeah, so don't we get went me started. Through, yeah, yeah, we, we all did it. All that stuff, man. They don't have this stuff anymore. No, so no. That's, it's, it's, it's different. That's why it's, it, there's a brotherhood there. And, of course, you know, me lingering all the the music, you know, Rush and, and, and this rock and roll band stuff was cool. But I was really 
I want it more. I need it more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, what's what's going on? So <clears throat> to get to this point, I, I, I we had a a, a a assistant band director, and she and you know I had a class where it was just percussion class or just band class. Right. Uh, they had to make something up for me, you know, as, as several other kids. So this class that we had was just me there learning my my music. So I'm learning marimba keys and. I remember Miss McClary, you know, she's like, you know, learn this, learn this. I'm, you know, I'm learning the, you know, the C scales and I'm learning right. everything going on. The band director comes in, Jay Puente, man. This guy, you know, you know, God rest his soul, man. He's passed away. But this guy screwed me up, bro. Literally screwed uh, me up. Uh-huh. He, he, he came up when I was, I was, I was on a lesson. He came up and he looked at me. He says, you know, Miss McClure says, he's doing pretty good. He says, well, show me. Okay, I'm, I'm playing the part. Whatever I'm playing, I forgot what it was. Right. He goes, no, 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 no. Play the marimba like you mean it. So I'm playing the marimba. I'm playing it. You know, I said, no, 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 no. You know, I'm, I'm doing everything I can. Right in the center <laughs> where you're supposed to be. And then I said, no, no, no. Play the marimba. It's like, so I'm playing the marimba. And he said, give me the mallets. And he starts playing the marimba. He starts playing the resonators and the side. The, the, the stuff. I was like, what the hell is this guy doing, man? It's like, <laughs> is this the way you play it? It's like, I, I don't get it. He's like, okay, come come to the office. I'm like, oh, shoot. Man, this guy's just freaking me out, man. <laughs> I go to the office. He go, He had a, a shelf of albums, man. Uh-huh. He takes out these two albums. One was Edgar Winter. They only come out at night. He hands me that album. The other one was Joel's Garage, Frank Zappa. He hands oh, me that shit. album. He goes, listen to this. If you want to play music, listen to this. I'm like, okay, you know, and took it home. <laughs> Fucked you up. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it screwed me up. I was like, what the hell is this Frank Zappa shit, man? Yeah. Like, I loved it, man. This is. I mean, it took a couple of months for me to sink that stuff in, but I already, I already heard the Edgar Winter stuff. Right. Know, prior to listening to K-Mac Kiss and all that shit. But Frank Zappa, man, so what the hell, man? So, yeah, I mean, he, he he blew my mind with that. And then, of course, listening to the, you know, the Xanadu of Rush, all the percussion, and it, it lingered, it, it just molded pretty good. And then from there, I wasn't satisfied, man. I said, I need I need music. And um, Did you understand what he meant by play the marimba then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, man. I because did. I, I get when I was teaching as well. It was like, you know what? You know, I can show you the notes, but to actually play it and make music from it, it's a whole different story. There's guys who could just go through the rote motion of doing things, but when you start creating the same passage and making it sound like music, that's a whole different. It's thing. a whole dis- different story. And what he what he showed me was more of an avant garde improv, right? And that's where I was born there. Listening to Zappa, listen. That is that's my thing. It's very avant-garde, very improv. Even though I'm I'm heavy duty into the Latin music, I love right. Latin music. I love world music, African music, everything that comes with music. I love it. But this cat screwed me up, man. Because <laughs> from there on, man, I said, "Oh shit, I want something else, man." I, I, you know, yeah, I heard Led Zeppelin. Yes, I love Rush, but I've heard it already. Give me something else. So I forced myself to listen to miles davis john coltrane you right. know i'm the kind of i'm the i'm the young guy who i want to hear rock and roll, i want to hear music with words because that's what i'm used to right i said you know what if i'm going to learn if i'm going to love music i'm gonna have to learn this stuff man 
So I pushed myself learning Coltrane, you know, Evelyn Jones, on God, Miles Davis with um, Cobb and yeah, and Williams, and I was like, oh shit, man, this is, this is groovy. And then from there, Spiral Gyra, you know, I just and then Mahavishnu Orchestra with John McLaughlin, I was like, oh, like, oh. so it's never ending, See, brother. But that's a, that's the uh, the sci- a, a good band writer is going to find that student that says, you know what, this guy needs more. Yeah. This guy wants more. Yeah. And a band director, I'm not sure they still do that now, but as a mass, they're teaching all these kids. They're not all going to be involved in music. Exactly, the exactly. And, and they're they're able to identify this guy's going on, this guy's going to be doing something, you know, and then give them what they need. Right. And that's a good director. Right. And I, I had that with my director as well. And even with my students when I was teaching, I loved all my students, but there was a select few that I knew were going to, that needed this or needed more. Exactly. Or, you know, that's, you're going to do all right if you, continue and there was some that just did it for fun and right. that's okay too right you know what i mean so yeah i had a good band director and, and so from high school you're listening to all this music now all in high school right which no. is probably weird for a kid right it's weird for a kid people are looking <laughs> like what the, you know, this guy. And, and you know like like everybody knew the mainstream you know even though rush was considered not too mainstream but it was still a mainstream right you know? it was that hidden gem that they were exactly. there were main, people knew about them but it was still very private yeah you were you, you know you weren't cool if you like rush you know so right. it's like the hell with it you know but after after that concept you know of of listening to that style of music i got hired from my dad to play conjunto what know? what uh, age shit i was 16 really i was 16 so I started playing Conjunto with my dad, man, and and uh, <clears throat> twenty five bucks he would pay me twenty five bucks, and uh, that's a, a feel in itself. Yeah, because I know guys that play Conjunto, but then I know a couple. I only know a couple of drummers mm-hmm. that can play Conjunto. Right, <laughs> and there's a people can make fun of it all day, bro. But if playing being a drummer in a Conjunto band, it's a different. It's a it's a different feel, man. It's yeah. like it's like. There's a, lot, there's a lot of drummers out there I know. They're great drummers, but can't play a damn shuffle. Right. Same thing with, you know, they say, oh, Conjunto, they make fun of it. But no, dude. Oompa, oompa, right? Oompa, no, oompa. no, man. There's some, I mean, there's, 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 oh, yeah. there's a certain way. Anyway, so I'm learning, you know, I'm, I'm playing with him, learning his songs, learning, you know, he, of course, he had some some originals, and he had, of course, you know. Did he tunes. help you with the feel? Did he, did he? No, his bass player, man. Really? That's. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we do. He turned around. <laughs> he turned around and and he told me, "You gotta listen to." Uh, I forgot his name. And okay, and I look over to him, man, and he's bloodshot eyes, drunk. And every time there's a change, he looks at me like this and nods his head. You know, <laughs> that's <a> t- <laughs> all right, man. You know, my jumpsuit was next to the restroom. I can smell crap. <laughs> oh my god, you know. But those that was my gig. Those were my gigs with my dad. And so now uh, you're making money. I was making money. Now uh, you're a professional musician. <laughs> So to say professional. As soon as you start getting paid, you're professional. Dude, and, and he would pay me, just because I was his boy, you know, right. son, he paid me a little bit more. Here, here, right. don't tell the band. It's like, all right, all right. <laughs> and uh, I remember one night we did a gig, and this lady, man, I forget, she was from Mexico, man. She, she came up, and this tune called Timbale. I, re- I just remember, she goes, vamos a tocar Timbale. My dad goes, you know it? It's like, no, of course I don't know. <laughs> it's like, well, it's just cumbia. It's a cumbia. And back then, the cumbias, Correct me if I'm wrong, man. Correct me because I don't remember the the the, the coin being phrase of Tejano music. Right. It was grupos, you know, like a uh, uh, little joy la familia. Well, grupos. even further back, seventies was Chicano. Chicano, exactly, so, yeah. exactly. So the cumbias back then, I remember it wasn't a pop, 
boom, which is cool. But they were like, boom, boom, boom. Right. I was just going to tell you, snare tom. Snare tom. So that was my cumbia thing. And the lady turned around. It's no más timbale, pero es una cumbia. It's like, okay, you know, it's, it's, it's a cumbia. Fine. And I started playing, and I remember, be, oh, I'm already, you know, thinking Neil Peart has a timbale here. And, you know, I'm thinking, or, or, or Spyro Jar's got the timbale player. And, right. You know, I had a timbale in my setup and playing conjunto, and that was a no-no. I, I remember that. <laughs> the bass player would, like, look at me. He's like, no, nah, don't play that timbale, man. It's like, you know, it's just, it was thing anyway. So I... I had the timbales playing, and the lady loved it, and, and it was great. I just felt like, okay, I'm up here now. I feel this this aura of, ah, angels calling right. my name. But uh, prior to that, I mean, <laughs> months, a <laughs> couple of weeks, no, not even months, a couple of weeks later, I, I was fired from my dad. <laughs> he fired me, man. He hired my brother. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, man, what the hell is this? <laughs> Bro, that's funny. Dude, I'm sorry, it's not funny. No, it is funny because you, you look. I mean, how, how did he? He just said, "I like, I, I suck, I guess, man." Sorry, <laughs> like, son. No, your brother's gonna come in. Yeah, well, you know, but the thing is, I, I, I couldn't drink, okay. you know, in front of my dad or my mom. It was, you know, it was, it was, still I had that respect. I, I right. you know, don't drink. But my brother was older, so he was drinking, drinking. So they all hooked together. So. And at that time, wasn't the drinking age still 18? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know, being 16 is like, you know, but still, if I was 18, they'll say, no, no, I don't know, whatever, man. <laughs> so you get, you get fired from your dad's band. I got fired from my dad. Yeah. Well, anyway. Did he fire you? Did he say, did he tell you? Or? No, 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 yeah, he, he told me, ya no vas a tocar, you're not going to play with me. So I was like, why? It's like, tu hermano va a tocar. I was like, Mac, really, man? <laughs> That was my gig, man. But all right, that's fine. I mean, hey, it's in the family still, right? Oh man. Real quick on Facebook Live, we got Normal Normal Hall said Gabe is a great teacher. Uh Robbie Esparza says, Gabe <laughs> Robbie. So Norma, thank you. Norma. Those people out there. Hello. So you get fired from uh your dad's band. Yeah. Do you do you have a wanting to keep to join another band well, or is, is is no i i've i've i played with other bands trying to i mean are you are you let down and like oh i'm not gonna play the band again or i'm not gonna play conjunto again no not, <laughs> not really i mean i mean i i i love the music i've always loved i still love the music so much but you know looking going and seeing other other conjunto drummers and seeing what they're doing because i said okay i did something wrong man <laughs> I gotta really see these guys play because that's 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 that woke me up, man. That woke me up. So, and I'm like, oh hell, man, these guys are badass. I'm like, oh, they're bad. I mean, seriously, like, okay, uh, let me try something else. You know, for me, for but conjunto drummer, it's always about the, the kick in that snare. Yes, getting that compass. Yes, yes, you know exactly. I mean? that, the roll. That, yeah, like, and it never. It always feels like it's gonna slow down, but it doesn't. It doesn't. That's just crazy. So yeah, like a good that, drummer does that. God, know? but then throwing the fills in there is like, wait a minute, man, this is bad cats, man. So I was like, nah, okay. you know, just this. I really wanted to play what I was listening to. Right. Um, I couldn't find anything in this town that was that way. Maybe there was. I don't. I just. I just. Uh, you know, couldn't find. It. I was sixteen, so right. you know. So, <laughs> but um, I, I, and then you know, dealing. Um, Working with, I, I work as a roadie with, uh, for George Rivas, I remember, man. Eddie hired me to do several gigs. I loved it, man. <laughs> that was an experience for me because just 
doing some roadie stuff. He right. cattle fuck. You but, know, but it, you learn about the, the the process of putting the system together. Yeah, and how man. To get to, you know, yeah, I, of course. It was it was great, man. And and no learning that after after the gig was over and loading up the stuff and then loading them in his garage. Dude, it was work, man. Hell yeah. It's, it's work. And, and the road crew, a first one in, last one out. Man. So I learned that that was a good experience for me, man. I, I, and I, I thank Eddie for that, man, because if he, if he didn't ask me to work with him, sure. I, 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 you know, I would not learn, dude, but I've, I've learned that and I have highly respect for any, any road crew. Right. You know, that's my thing is when I, when I go up on stage, the first thing I go is to look for the sound guy, and right. I look for the Roku and give him my hand and say, "Hey, brother, thank you. Yeah. You, you need I, me? You tell me what you need from me, bro." And that's that's a good friendship there because uh, everything I've I've seen it so many times where you know the you have a, a, a rock star mentality come up right. and think you're the shit and having bad attitude against the, the, the sound guy, so you're you're done for the night, buddy. You shouldn't have done that, man. Yeah, I always try to do the same thing. Either after yeah. the show, go up to him, thanks, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, even this last gig, uh, with uh, we put the real band back together, and we did that show with Ronnie and Ronnie Running Sound, and oh, Dave yeah. Reese was oh. doing was doing our, our monitors. And for me, it was almost like they're they're just as much part of the band. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, man. we can't sound, we can't do what we got to do unless they do what they do. Right. And that's with any road crew. I think it, it's important to get that. Very man. Um, they, 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 like you said, they do get disrespected by musicians. They and do, it's, man. It's, it sucks, and they, and of course, they have their own way of getting back at them, just yeah. making them sound like <laughs> shit. I've seen it, man, and it's ugly. It's just like I don't want to go through that. So I have, I'll have. Oh, you need monitors? Let me turn that down for you. Exactly, bro. It's like uh, so. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to say that every throughout my my career as, as a musician on stage. They all were good to me, man. So I was good to them. So I'm like, good. and I'll keep continue to do that. So I'm assuming you've gone through several bands since since your dad's band. Yeah. What was your first like? Uh, I guess big gig or either performance wise or just well, being uh, in a band. The, I remember this band I was in. Um, <clears throat> again, like I said, I was I was looking for something different. Right. And let me just say this real quick because uh, to me, it's, it's it was a it's a lesson learned. Uh, Today's kids, uh, it's, 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 you know, I, I, I sometimes I bring that up when I'm teaching, but I remember I went to, uh, uh, on St. Mary's Strip, I went just, I was walking around and it's, I forgot who was playing, man. I knew some cats. <laughs> I, my mind is, I'm getting old, man. And, and, and anyway, they, they asked me to sit in and play drums. You know, I was a decent drummer, you know, you know, I, I could hold down the groove, but I, I love this. Be- and I, this is where, I turned things around. I sat in, you know, and Gabe, Gabe, you know, play drums. Everybody's having a blast. I start playing drums, and all of a sudden, the guitar player turns around and tells me, get the fuck off my stage. <laughs> what? what? You suck. Get off. Wow. Wow. Wow, man. It's like, and I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? You know, and, and, <laughs> that, that's typical music. What did I do wrong? Yeah, it's just like what did I do wrong? It's like what was, so. It's like you know, thinking about it, and I talked to Eddie about it because Eddie and I, you know, love him. So it's like, oh man, and I said, man, I don't know. And it was, it was the back of my head. It was, what am I, you know, just 
I don't know. Anyway, so we ended up going to a Spire Jara concert. How old were you then when, when that yeah, happened? That was, I was uh, probably 19, mm-hmm. 1920. Yeah. And, and I told Eddie, Eddie and I went to a Spire Jara concert, man. And because uh, uh, Richie Morales was playing drums and uh-huh. Manolo Badrena, who played with Weather Report, was playing percussion. So oh, I wanted shit. to see Malo, Manolo Badrena. Right. Man, that, he turned me around, man. Manolo Badrena. He, uh, this guy had shit hanging from everywhere man and playing cymbals with his hands and i was like even richie morales was killing the whole band was killing it man it was sunken gardens i remember that um 80 something i forgot what it was and i saw that dude it's like oh my god and that toy idiot turned around says that's what i'm gonna do dude. that's what i'm gonna be so it was at that point you decided percussion man percussion because he was doing some weird ass sounds that guy's Bad man, a guy, uh, uh, you know, play with Gino Vanelli, play with everybody, man. And it's like, oh man, I'm gonna do that because I, there's a dime a dozen drummers out there, right, but right. I, could, I could not find percussionists, bro. So, yep, there we go, buying up set up congas, didn't know what the hell to do with them, man. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we did a gig, uh, my first big gig was uh, opening up for Millie Jackson at the Carver years ago, uh-huh. and with what band? Uh, Split Identity. And uh, another friend of mine who's another, uh, I have a, like a little small group of best friends, you know, right. drummers. Ruben Hernandez is one of them. And he introduced, Ruben introduced me to Tom Miller, man. Tom Miller played saxophone. Keith Dubrow was bass. This cat, Daryl Soran, guitar. And uh, Charles Hearn, some keys, man. And it was a, a jazz fusion band. And we played at Aldaco's, man. I hauled, I, I picked up, I collect all kinds of percussion back then, man. And uh, I was, uh, uh, we were playing, we were playing original music, man. And it was just an eye-opening. He's like, dude, this is what I've been wanting to do for a long time. And and it was cool. I, 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 I added my pieces. I created something that's like, I'm. there's a, a movement of this movement. And I mean, these guys were... They're bad, man. So we've did sh- we've done shows, man. We've done sh- opened up for uh, 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 man. Before I came in, they were opening up already shows for for big bands, uh, uh-huh. and and um, and, uh, and I caught the tail end of it and opened up. It was great, man. I mean, a big audience and shit, big stage, yeah, yeah nothing oh, like it, right? Oh, bro, it's like <laughs> man, I felt like king, man. It's like yeah, and then playing the stuff that I want to play, right? Finally, and. Uh, and from there on, it's just just uh, uh, learning percussion. But you know, it was difficult because back then I could not find a conga player man to teach me. I wanted I wanted to learn, and I, I just there was no YouTube, there was nothing, man. It's right. like like oh, here we go, learn, you know. You just got to listen to shit. Santana and pick over and over again. Yeah, you know, trying to get Rodriguez or Mando Parasa, you know, licks, and it's like ah, man, it was di- it was difficult. It was difficult because it's, it's a different monster from the drum set, and. Um, and and, and uh, just learning the percussion part, and then this cat, uh, drummer in town, man, he doesn't play drums anymore. I highly respect this cat. I love this cat, Richard Hamashe, man, <sighs> to perfection drum set player. Played a uh, oh, man, I forgot. I saw him live at the Jazz Fest, man. I saw him play drums, and and anyway, he came up to me at the gig. I was gigging. He was gigging across the street. He came up to me, say, "Hey, man." You like you like you have bird calls. It's like no, but I've heard of bird calls. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, you know I don't have it. I got a 
thing of bird calls, man. You want them? You want to buy them? Hell yeah, man. He gave me the address. Here's the address of my storage, man. Meet me there Sunday. I go to the storage, man. He opens up the garage. <laughs> Holy crap. This guy was worse than I am, man. Percussion like you've never seen before, man. It's like, what the fuck? You know, I had like three sonars. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm selling this shit, man. I'm tired of it, man. <laughs> Man, I bought log drums, man. The LP don't make any more log drum, bird calls, all this stuff, wind chimes, made up. Shit that you can't find anywhere, Dude, right? Dude, nowhere, man, nowhere. <laughs> and I still have them in my collection. It's like, oh, God. So I, I started using that in, with that band, and we, you know, we've played, I want to say I was with that band for maybe a good two, three years, uh-huh. and it fell apart, of course, like any other band. And But from there on, man, I started, you know, uh, I wanted. I decided. I want to play with a band that doesn't do covers, right? You know, I just that's that was my thing. So I want to. I want to make music with with original music, mm-hmm. and um, I want to put my two cents worth in there, and and that's you know worked with uh, other bands. You know. Who are some of the bands you we work with? Alfred, here in town, Alfred Flores, uh, Zarabande. I remember we created that band. Ruben, the, the drummer that played with us, played any told uh, we. We did that. Um, we we got together and started doing that group. It was actually me to start off. It was me on cajon hi hat. That was a different thing. That's another thing. Um, I was the first cat in town to have the cajon. I mean, the cajon was already out in the, right, in the world, right. but in, in town, there's there no cajon players. Not like today. You see a yeah. dozen cajon players. All the acoustic acts have now. Yeah, yeah, and and but that back then it's like. You know, I had no strings, and it. it was a real Provina cajon. The LP made mm-hmm. the very first one solid hard man and um it was him uh alfred on marimba me on cajon greg norris great bass player man jazz cat man in town man i love the cat man played upright uh uh dennis who play uh, uh dennis fallon who uh, plays guitar mm-hmm. um i forgot the name of the band some country dude that from san antonio but plays all around uh um I won't remember. Anyway, <laughs> so we started that band, and and uh, and uh, I had to play cajon, but with a hi hat on the thing. So that was a, that was a thing for me to learn something that's that's that was not normal, not, not traditional, yeah. something that you maybe haven't seen before. So you got to create your own way of doing it, right, man? <laughs> so it's like you know, some, that's what I love. It's a challenge, man. You know, I. Yeah, back then it was just you play drum set or you play a conga, and that's it. But right. back then I said, oh, I got to do something different here. So I did that, and 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 then Ruben came in to play drums, and then we had the idea of let's let's add in the uh, let's add in the uh, and then like an effigy kind of rhythm, you know, rhythm, and we escalated. Man, you know, Peter Heda came in, played bass mm. with us. Uh, before him was Pat Carey, you know, uh, 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 played bass as well. And um, we we were, there was a keyboard player, Andrew Gobengeiser, man. He wrote out all the parts, man. We we we, we told Alfred, you know, we actually pushed Alfred to play, yeah, play a freaking guitar, man. You know, and he he had that tone, like a Pat Metheny tone feel, right. man. And he could play marimba on top of that, so... You know, all the quirky people like, oh my God, marimba. And I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. And, and, but when we played the tunes with, we told Alfred, we, I don't want to be a jazz, I don't want to be in a jazz band that plays your 
all every time covers, you know, like Caravan and right. So I so said, "What do you want to play?" I says, and I actually paid Pat Carey because he's a damn good uh, uh, um, arranger. Arranger man. So I said, "Let's play Pat Metheny, man." Andrew Goldberg's geezer loves Pat Metheny. We we learned Pat Metheny. We learned uh, uh, the Yellow Jackets. We so learned- were you doing covers based on a different different arrangement? Yeah, man, it was freaking phenomenal, man. We were gigging a lot, man, and and uh, of course, you know. My my golden thing with this, you know, we didn't. I don't remember us opening up with anybody, but we. I had a blast. It was a learning experience with this because it it, it put me into a, a a mindset of listening, you know, uh, to the musician um, playing off the keyboard player, playing off the bass player, playing off, right. you know, and, and make music with that because even though I was laying the the the. The upbeat, when you play percussion, it's mainly upbeat, not downbeat. The drummer is the downbeat. The percussion is upbeat. So you're playing the the notes that are not in there. Sometimes you right. have to play there, you know, on, on, on the on the scale of the, of the you're downbeat. Counterpointing with the drummer. Right, exactly, downbeat. counterpointing. So but it it taught me how just listening to all this music and that's and I tell kids nowadays, man, <laughs> it's like if you want to be a musician, ninety nine percent of it is gonna be listening. Dude, that's what I tell my students too. I said your your most important you're, as a musician, the most important thing you can do is listen. Yeah, and 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 it was an important thing. So, I, you know, I had I had, it was fun. I remember this man, and this was a compliment of the highest order because one jazz alive we did, we did the whole band, and we we had all these tunes written, you know, written out, and we had everything down to the scale. I don't even know. Do you know the drummer Bob Moses? No. Okay, this cat, man, Bob Moses, played with Jaco Pastores, man. He played on uh, uh, um, an album called Bright Size Life, Pat Metheny. It was uh-huh. Pat Metheny, Jaco, and, 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 and uh, 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 Pat. Anyway, and of course, anybody who knows in the jazz world who knows Pat Metheny is going to know Pat Metheny. Right. These guys are from the East Coast, man. Right. Anyway, that night, Bob Moses was playing drums, and it was... Uh, uh, um, Danilo Perez on piano. It was uh, uh, Bell on guitar, French guitar player, and it was uh, Jonathan Moffat on bass. Um, oh God, that was freaking great! Anyway, <laughs> we played. We we played all that stuff, man. I didn't know, but that he was out there. Anyway, after we played, it, I was in heaven, man. It's like oh, this is great because so you're just doing the gig, and he's he's just, he's there, he's, he's there, there, but I, you can't see him. And but I knew he I knew he was going to open up that night, and that's how you know like I was ready, man. I'm going to see one of my heroes here, Bob Moses, and uh, and I see him right, you know, after we finish our gig, put away my stuff. I'm walking around, but I'm I'm with this girl. But by, by any, just when I add this, it's funny, man. I'm, I'm with this girl. She's she, you know she's some you know you know chicks are man. It's like I don't want to. He's a bad guy. So. Yeah, so she's there around. And I'm like hey, get away, get away. And I see Bob Moses, and I call up to Bob, you know, just, I just want to sh- shake his hand. It's like, right. oh. He goes, oh, hold him in a minute, in a minute. I'll be right there. Hold on a minute. It's like, oh, this guy blew me off. Man. It's like, <laughs> God. So I'm just waiting. I'm just, I'll take a chance waiting. It was like a little over 10 minutes, man. He comes back. Hey, man, are you the one that called me earlier? It's like, yeah. Yeah, come in, man. Come in. Hey, let him in. It's like, oh, shit. Walk in and say, hey, man, I just wanted to thank you, man, all your music is... Hey, you got you got you got some time. So yeah, well come. I'm gonna show you something, man. He whips out his drum drum bag, open up his drum bag, and he's got s- tree branches, sticks, 
one pair of sticks, everything else, because that's the way he played. He played using sticks from trees, man. What? Yeah, and, and he says that every size of the stick gives a different tonality on the cymbals, and the thicker the stick will be the snare drum. So, oh, man, he's giving me a lesson there, bro. It's like... The ac- oh. Actual sticks. I yeah. mean, like... Tree branch sticks. You know, he's got... This does, is, he, does he sand them down or anything? It's just, that's the way they are. That's the way they are. And he goes, this is from Australia, you know, on tour. <laughs> this is from this. Actually, and I, and I learned that that same day, uh, the, the park police, he was up on a tree breaking their... <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, shit, man. So I, you know, Bob Moses taking taking this. It was a little over, actually, close to twenty minutes of just this cat giving me a lesson on sound and and golden shit. It's like, oh, I can just no, no. I just gotta imagine the guy up in a tree and the cops saying, "What are you doing?" He says, "I got a gig tonight." Exactly, man. I know it sounds funny, man, but I, I even was like, "What the hell, man?" This is like, these are my heroes, man. So, so this is when you started using tree branch. We'll I bet you you tried it. Well, go get this. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. As a percussionist, man, I went so deep, brother. Anyway, but just to finish it real yeah, quick, yeah. he 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 said, "Hey, man." Um. Were you that band that playing the Pat Metheny stuff? Just, yeah, yeah, we were the band. Just, you guys got it right on, man. That's just some good shit. He says, really? He says, no, really, man. I, I, I enjoyed it. I heard all your, your says like, wow. Man, from there on, it's like, whoa, man. We're doing something good, you know? Right, right. So coming from my superhero, man, it's like, oh, this is good shit. So I was happy. Anyway. Any, it- any kind of compliment from somebody you look up to, it's always, it's always a good deal. Man. Even like, I had a... a when we were on the Alan Jackson tour, this, I think his sound man came up to me and said, hey, dude, you're solid. And I knew what he meant by yeah. that. I knew he meant that your timing's there. There's nothing. It's just you're doing what you're supposed to do. Exactly. And that meant a lot to me, even though he's, he was just, you know, not just a sound man, but he was the sound man for Alan Jackson. And it was like, oh, shit. Because he's heard it all, man. Right. And yeah. Right. So he's, that, he's, that told me that. So yeah, man. talk about your sticks, your tree sticks. <laughs> tree sticks, man. <laughs> you know, at that point, at that point, my 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 collections went absurd, man. Because I started, you know, I started getting into the percussion world very deep. A lot of cats don't know, but a lot of I went so far left, man. And I was, I was reading up on percussion with Mickey Hart, with the Grateful Dead, and you know, just learning about how he uses human bones on the on the African balafone and. You know, just I, I went very spiritual. I mean, I went left, bro. And of course, I couldn't. I was trying to get human bones. To be honest with you, I, I, I went as far as going into the to, to the university where they have uh, the the dead. You know, and said, so, "Hey," uh, and they told me, he "says We can't give or sell you the bones, but you, uh, the only way you can do is you got to be a teacher or a, a medical student." Right. I, I tried had some friends being man, get me some human bones like crazy. So I went as far as that, man. And and you and you you weren't willing to try animal bones. Animal? I had to. I, I went with the animal bones, man. Hey, man, it's a spiritual thing. Why not? You know, we're on the same earth. So, so I I, I was in the spiritual realm so deep, man, with the percussion instruments that I started, you know. Eddie could tell you this, man. They were looking at me like, what the hell's wrong with you, man? But I was deep into it, man, where, you know, I, start, I, 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 I 
because because of the drum, I started in shamanism. Well, know? it's the, it's the most primal musical instrument that's very, been around forever. Very. It's been around. It's probably the first musical instrument that people created, creating uh, a percussive sound. Yeah, man, and and I mean, I I decided, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be just one dude that can. Hey, man, he can play conga, you know. Big deal. There's tons of thousands of people that can do that. I want to be the cat that's going to be, you know, not create an experience. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care about the praise. I really don't give a damn about the praise. I want to know the experience, man. It's like God, this is because it's, it's it's my journey has been just in awe all the time, man. And and but when I when I was in my period of the spiritual percussion. It was very deep, man, because, you know, I got into the shamanism, witchcraft, and, and santaria, and, and, you know, learning the conga, the bata. And did you study the types of rhythms based on those different things? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. And, and I had to because that was a time where I was in the, especially in the conga, the bata, I was in the santaria for a religion for a while, man. And, and, uh, and you know, I was called to do some some rituals after my gigs. I said, "Call me, I said, man. You need to get down here right away." Because I was the only one in the city that was doing that. You know, it's a very secret, secretive uh, 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 religion that no, nobody speaks of. Right. You know, I'm, I'm I don't care. I'm a, I'm dude, I'm a born again Christian man. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't care, dude. It's like you know that. You know, my God's bigger than that. You know, so. But that was my learning experience. I, I learned from these drummers that came from Florida, New York. They come down and they're, they're ceremonies and boom, boom, boom. And they're playing the, you know, palo. They're playing, you know, ia bata, and all, all kinds of stuff. And, and I learned it, bro. I was like, wow, man. this is. And I had to play a lot of stuff for this ceremonies that are here. That they can't get no conga. conga right. that was, and then, you know, nobody wants to touch that. Nobody's going to touch that. And it's, it's, a, it's a no-no. Or let alone have the the type of instruments to do that kind of stuff. You've got a collection of I do both. some old stuff and and some unique unique stuff. stuff. I've got uh, uh, of course el, the weirdo, the the donkey jawbone que usan en Peru. Then in Shakeres, the conga bata, bongo, udu. I mean everything that the Afro Cuban. You know, there's some stuff I wish I still had, but you know, it's just stuff that, that I've learned. Bones. Yeah, human human bones. <laughs> it's one thing I wish I had. You know, hey. <laughs> but, so if you, if you got uh, some extra human bones laying around, contact Gabe and he'll please, man, he'll please, yeah. glad to take them off your hands. <laughs> hey, man, but it was an experience. I, I, I. That's how I learned the. the to well, I think when you do stuff like that, you you just take it to apply it to something else you know, right. you learn all this stuff from over here and okay how can i apply that to this kind of music exactly or this style of music exactly and to and create I, that unique sound and up to date i still do that because you know every, everything that's out there is bastardized yeah i'll be honest with you i mean it's it, i just but there's a saying that not, there's nothing original out there right exactly now. and I, and it's a saying that i always say is there's nothing new under the sun so it's like over and over and over again, the best of us, of course, is gonna make something, but it better sound cool if it doesn't just stay out of it, you know. Um, and I think that we're learning different styles, learning different for you the, the religious based right uh, rhythms that maybe you don't hear in, in pop music or whatever it's the kind of music you want to do, right? Right, yeah. How do you bring that element in here? And, and now over here, it's like, oh, that's cool, what did you do? Well, I just did this over here from this religion, and, 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 if, and if you listen to old Santana music, man. 
you know, all these cats, man, from from New York and Cuba. I mean, it's a thing. It's if you're you're not into the religion, you're you're not gonna get, you know. And and I talked to a, a I had a conversation, a really good conversation. I was lucky to talk to. A, a, he passed away just recent, man. Um, um, flute player, man. Uh, jazz cat, man. I, I my mind. Anyway, his conguero was Milton Milton Caldona, and Milton Caldona's. I love his percussion. I love his conga playing, and I, I, I'm the cat that I'll, I love the old school congueros, man. Right. You know, uh, Milton Cardona, Patato Valdez, Francisco Aguabella. All these cats, man, are are the prime, you know. And then come after that come, of course, Raúl Recao. You know, rest in peace, man. He's he's not here anymore. You know, I learned that Raúl Recao, his style, and then of course Giovanni comes in, and all these congueros, man. It's it's Bro, it's it's to me it was an eye opening, ear opening, and then of course learning the percussion, and I'll, I'll say learning because I'm still learning, right. and it's a it's a being a musician. You agree Musicians, with me? Yeah. Being a, a general musician, you you don't learn your instrument. It's an it's an ongoing journey, man. It's an ongoing journey because there's things out there that you don't know. To be a bass player, to be a drummer, to be a percussionist. You, there's things out there that you, that will blow your mind that these people already done, and they, they themselves will tell you, "Oh man, there's still a lot more to learn out there." You know. Well, I think it goes to what uh, one of the things that I used to say was, "You have a lot of great guitar players, a lot of great bass players, but it's hard to find good musicians." Yeah. And that's the difference I think is when yes. a musician uh, takes it takes the music as a whole and yeah. not just me as a bass player, right. you as a percussionist. Right. So. You're a musician. Yeah. I'm a musician because I tend to think outside of just what I'm doing. Exactly. You know, when I'm playing, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. If I need to put something, I'm going to know where to put it or I want to, I know when to let the music breathe. Uh, just paying attention to it. So right. there's a lot of great players, but not a whole lot of great musicians. Right. And those are the ones that are always learning because they're always listening. Mm -hmm. for one. So, That's true. That's yeah. true. And, and, and I... That's the thing is, is that's why I like to play original, original music with cats that they're playing their own stuff because uh, they they write something and I want to be part of that you know so where I can emulate that to, a, to you know take it up to a next level you know if if I'm if they let me do that right. you know and add in the the Latin part or the the Asian part of the percussion part or the Indian part you know from India you know using tabla using kanjira in certain types of rhythms you know because that is a very the tabla is a very difficult instrument to learn <laughs> very difficult instrument to learn well, but as a beautiful. well as a percussionist you you can't just learn one thing really well I mean because there's so much involved with being a oh, percussionist God, man. you know what I mean so I imagine your your journey is never ending because you, if you just took congas, maybe there you could be close to getting to that end point. But now you're you're not just you know your congas, your timbales, your you know this and that. It's like you, it, you, that's why you're constantly learning because your your journey as a musician involves all of that, all of that, <laughs> all of that, and and you know and putting it in, into into something that people are not used to listening to. You know, um, example my, the, the example is you know this. this is a, 
He's a brother of mine, man. He became a brother of mine. I played with him for so many shows. We did so many, so many freaking shows. Uh, Ruben V, guitar uh-huh. player. You know, when he, um, I remember also Sam Ash working in 2005, man. And, and uh, he, I saw him before that. I saw, he, he saw me. I was playing at Presidio with uh, Jose Pereo, Spanish guitar player. Uh-huh. I was playing congas. Jose Pereo was playing Spanish guitar, flamenco. And, um, uh, I used to tell Jose, man, you know, yo soy el flamenco. He goes, oh, you know, these Spanish guys, they, they got an attitude, bro. They like, tú no eres flamenco, yo soy flamenco. Like, no, yo soy flamenco. Anyway, it was fun shit, just, just, just jerking his chain, man. But, um, you know, learning the style of flamenco. Which is, is very rhythmic. Oh, bro, it's yeah. beautiful. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. It's just like, ugh. You know, and, and, and um, of course, I was, I'm not saying that. I learned it. No, man. Right, there's, right, there's, right. There's just there's a lot of stuff I still got to really attain to, to to learn this stuff. Anyway, you know, he Ruben saw us, you know, and, and he asked me, hey, man, would you like to try out my band? This, 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 it was, uh, he was playing at Tequila Mockingbird. I was at Presidio. And, and I was like, yeah, you know, went to check out the band. It's like, cool, man. You know, But it was a blues band. He was playing blues, rock right. and roll. I was like, that's badass. You know, but my thing was world world music, you know. So I was like, okay, cool. I, you know, left. I didn't think about it, and then, and then uh, 2005, he saw me and he said, "Hey, man, would you like to try my band?" And at that time, man, I there's uh, there's three times in my life where I just hung it up. I said, "You know what? I don't want no more. I really don't want any more of this stuff. I'm, I'm, I got tired." Well, lo and behold, it, I don't look for it. It looks for me, man. So right. it's like I'm back at it again. You know, and 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 he asked me, and I said, "No, I'll give you numbers of some other cats, man." And he said, "No, I want you, man." I remember he's like. YouTube bros like all right so I tried it man you know first gig with him was at the Cove man in 2005 I loved it because it was original music mm-hmm. and shit this guy's real man this guy is playing real he's 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 in there doing his like fuck yeah this is what I want I guess this is good <laughs> you know so I, I, I stuck with him you know stuck with him for all these years I'm still playing off and on with him you know how long have you been well since 2005 mm-hmm. yeah. so and I mean, shows, a lot of shows. We did a, a lot of acoustic shows. You know, I, I, I brought in my percussion. I brought in my goat nails and jaw bones. And, <laughs> and I brought all this stuff. It's like turtle shells. And, shit. and it's like, what the hell is that? It's like, goat nails. Yeah, bro. It's like, you know, it's just like, but it, 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 it sounded beautiful. I make it to a point where I know where to hit it. I know what to hit. And, and it, musically, he's like, wow, man, you know. And it's a hard thing because... I wasn't really popular, you know, with the fan base. Yeah, I was, but musicians in the band, I love them to death. These guys are great, but they weren't used to it, bro. You don't see a blues band, conga player in the blues band. Right. You know, you just don't. And, and, but he wanted that, you know, he wanted that. There's a story behind that. You know, if you ever see him, just, he'll, he'll tell you about that story. But it's just, I had to. It was hard, man. It was it was it was hard because they're not used to it. The ear is not used. They never heard it. Right. I've heard it. I heard it tons of me. I mean, tons, bro. I, mean, I got record collections of. Uh, I I know what he's talking about. I do. I'll do it. This part, you know, War John Papa John played percussion. You know, it, it was, you know, given that type, that style, and then listening to uh, McLaughlin's uh, Mahavishnu, and just I'm just 
grabbing stuff that I know in my toolbox. Like, okay, let me. I'll, I'll, Dude, I'll try this. It's funny you mentioned the toolbox. Is it a literal? Really, a toolbox? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> when I was teaching, I I always taught my students certain things. Yeah. I said you just you keep these toolbox of things that I'm exactly, showing you. Exactly. Exactly. You're not gonna pull everything out for every job. Right. You only pull what you need out of that toolbox. Right. So when we learn something new, all I'm doing do is giving you a tool. And that's why it's funny you mentioned that because I actually talk like that too. Is this, whatever this job calls for, I'm going to pull out that tool. Exactly, for you. bro. Exactly. And that's, that's you know, playing in that band, actually, I learned. I learned I learned to, well, playing with other bands, but, you know, with, with playing with this band with Ruben, I learned how to, how to play in the rest. In other words, I'm, I, learned, I learned how to play like, okay, I got to, this is my time to shut the hell up. Yeah. right and there's a time for me to do this and i learned this and i have to go back to listen to some more music and it's like oh, i get the idea i i know this stuff i even went back in archives that the shuffle is really an african rhythm you know and it's written out i have it in, i have it somewhere <laughs> i'm going to be teaching my students this you know it's it's an action i wrote it down it's like shit this is this is it right there and, and it's a shuffle it, it, but it's, it, it sounds like ding, ding, ding. we hear that, right? Depending what but you put in, in, behind in it. African is so like oh crap, really? So you know, I said like okay, I'm doing something right here, <laughs> and, and 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 I'm 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 working with that. But it was difficult for the rest of the band to to really grasp at it. I mean, they heard they've heard some they know what Santana sounds like, so right. they heard oh okay, they can coincide with that. But I know it was just tripping them out because it's like, well, you know, it's, you know, hearing a cowbell, hearing the chimes. And, and I, you know, sometimes I, I, I overbleed the cowbell and it's like, shit, you know. But, you know, it gets so, his music, when you're performing live, it gets so, so intense. It's so intense. And there's, there's many times that, and you know this, you see, it's many times where you're playing and you don't feel that you're playing. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you, you're so in the pocket with, with in the pocket with everybody else. And that's one thing that nobody can take away from us being a musician. Because once we're in the pocket, you look at each other, you're freaking smiling, and you feel like your arms are not even moving. That I've I've like holy shit, it feels good. <laughs> and it, it's a high that not even weed or coke or any of that shit is going to work. No, this is something that... Not that you know, Gabriel. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but oh my God, man, it's like... No, I get it. I get God. it. God. Anyway, so with this, you know, there was times when we did that and I love playing with this guy. He's, he's got, his music is beautiful. God dang, he's, he's a great songwriter. You know, it's just, you know, we all have our, our trips, man. It's just like, you know, and, and, and he He's a he's a rock. We're all rock based musicians, right. and that's why I like I like to play with older cats because we can uh, we can relate to and we have this conversation. We can relate to, you know, for example, hey man, you know, I remember this this tune from, you know, UFO. Oh yeah, so yeah. let's do that part, okay? Or or let's do a, a Rainbow. Oh yeah, you know, just depending on what we listen to, right? You know, and when I play with some heavy cats, some jazz cats, you know, when I play with Jerry Gibbs, I, I remember I played with Jerry Gibbs. I was in his band, um, um, Jerry Gibbs, New York. He was he lived there for a while, and my job was to play percussion, but no congas, no bongos, no congas, just play. really, yeah, gongs sound effects and that was and my, and my voice 
<clears throat> so I, you know, I would I would sing over my percussion and just this this is the stuff that you would hear in the seventies, man. I mean, this I playing with you know Jim Carson, Jean Philippe on guitar, man. Um, there was one part that one, I remember one time Henry Brun playing congas, man. He was hired to play congas. Bob Dog playing sitar, me playing the percussion, and and, and Adrian Ruiz on, on on trumpet, and and uh, uh, Heinz on, on on piano. God dang, bro! It was like this shit is. <laughs> Oh man, it's like what? Was it trippy? Or no, it was trippy, but it was <laughs> it was balls to the walls trippy, man. I mean, ah, you know, it was like holy crap, you know. Uh, Brandon Rivas was playing bass in this time. In this time, it's, it's like, damn, man. I mean, it was it was an experience for me. It's like, you know, and I always get, I always got. I always wanted to be the cast. Like, man, I should have gone to New York. A couple of times I got calls from some friends of mine saying, man, you should be over here. Come live over here. The one thing about me, man, I don't like the cold. I hate the cold. Dude. I hate it, dude. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the summer and I don't like winter. I hate it. It's like, dude, just come live out here, man. And it's like, uh, yeah, I almost did it. But it's like, no, I'll just, I'll, I'll just stick around here, you know. Some people are meant to go, some are not. So I was right. like, and I was like, okay, that's fine. It's fine here, man. And uh, but it was it was it, you know I got confirmation from a lot of cats, man, that I've, that have you know Cubanos, Africans, come up and to me, hey man, Cubanos is the only that's too. It's like I'm from here. It is Cubanos, said, no. Porque tocas como cubano. It's like, oh, thank God, dude. It's like, because <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes. Yeah, you question yourself. You question you're... <laughs> yourself, man. I mean, you play music all this life, and, and then, you know, you, you hear so much of it, and it's like, am I doing this shit right? Am I, <laughs> I suck at this, man. And, and But there's confirmation, man. It's like, oh, God, all right, that's okay. I'm cool, all right, and just move on, you know? And um, I guess everybody needs that confirmation once that, in a while. That's, I think that's why we get into music for one, for one just that that uh, interaction with people and, and that self that we're all little uh, how, what's the word uh, where God I can't think of the damn word we all need that adoration yeah we as do musicians yes and, we do and, and as, as musicians and, and artists as well I think that's one thing we always that's why we love the stage so much because you get it Oh, that man. feedback right right then and there you know rehearsing i hate rehearsing oh I, rehearsing is always suck because just you're just there we used to want to get out on the stage you put me on the stage already man i yeah. i'm i i hate rehearsing <laughs> oh god i hate it i, I just I'm, I'm not a rehearsing guy you know i have to i do practice yeah you know what i, what I have to do but i'm the kind of guy who says you know you, you know you know what to do say so, all right let's do yeah. it in a rehearsal yeah. let's get it out let's go home <laughs> right you know but but yeah on the stage because that's where that's where everything comes out. That's where you really mean what you mean, what you're going to say. And and to me, and once we know this, man, the feedback that people have once you because you're giving it to them and they're receiving it and they're throwing it back at you. There's that's, no other that's, feeling. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what. It's, that's why we do what we do. There's <laughs> no other feeling, and 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 that's why you know it's like, you know, I I look at these young cats, man, and and you know and. I just wish, you know, I wish I like to tell them, look, man, go listen to this, because you know, I. Well, I, you got to be that teacher that yeah, gives them those albums, that Frank Zappa album. Exactly, <laughs> man. Like it's, you know, because they've they've got potential, and and you know, I hear the young cats like, I know where they're going with this, 
and 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 sometimes you just can't tell them because they're not gonna listen, or, or, and some do, you know. But there's some bands like your 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 son, man, playing a, a Voltan. Oh my God, that that night, man. You know, we played. Of course, we you know the band opened up for us and we opened up for them. I was in awe, man. So I'm like, look at that shit, man. They, I looked like that when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> they were just, oh man! The cowboy player was sweating up a stretch playing cowboy. I was like, look, I was, I was, I had a smile from here to here, man. Just, I was like, I love, I stayed, I stayed through all the. Sh- their but stuff. Does, doesn't seeing something like that kind of like, okay, there's there's hope for the younger generation because these are these are young cats doing yes, the yes. Latin and I and style. I and I spoke with them, man. I spoke with them because they they you know they're. I love what they said because it's like, you know what, I I don't want to be like the mainstream of what is in the mainstream right now. You know, I don't, I don't want to be a, a doggy downer and stuff, but it's just, does, it's not inspirational at all, man. I, you know, there's some stuff that is really good. I've, 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 I, don't know, I like it, man, but, you know, a cat that's been coming, I was listening to my to music and a big old archive collection of music that's everything. It's like they're missing some. There's a missing spark, you know, of, of this new music, you know. And going into into a, 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 when I you know teaching, when I teach my students, and I ask my, I ask my students, you know, what do you listen to? What is your motivational here? What do you like to hear? Half of the students tell me they don't listen to music. That blows my mind, man. It's like, wait a minute. Good, you know, don't you? They look at me, no. What is it that you love to do? And they tell, oh, we like to play games. It's like, oh man, it's like, wow, man. It's like, wow, man. I mean, and so I tell, I have to talk, talk to the parents. I, say, you, you, I mean, Are you, you sure this is what he wants to do? <laughs> make sure, yeah. I mean, so make sure, make sure they want to do it and not you. Right, because most of them, I mean, I, I have, I've had students like that yeah. where they're just there for their parents. Yeah, and and and, and, and I and I talked to the parents, and I lost a lot of students because I told them the truth. Look, I can't teach Charlie because you want it and he doesn't. Yeah, you know, because I'm wasting my time. I'm trying to. I'm giving him golden chips here, and he's not receiving them. And uh, and I mean, I mean, I, I love to teach. I love to teach, and. Uh, and the kid just is there, just looking down. It's like, it's like, really? Do you want to be here today? He's like, tired. It's like, okay. so I stopped the classes. I opened the door. So you go home, bro. You know. Yeah. I get paid though, anyway. But I'd you're going be. home. <laughs> I've done that. I have. A, I've had a couple of times when my students come in, and they're just like, they're out of it for whatever reason. Adult and kids, I've had both. Yeah. Where they're, I was like, go home. Yeah. You're not good to me. Exactly. Like this. If you're tired, whatever, you got something going on, I understand. Yeah. But right now you're no good for me. Yeah. Go. Exactly. What what we're gonna waste time here. You're not gonna you're not gonna take anything in the way the state that you're in right now. For yeah. whatever reason. You know. Then nothing we'll try and get it next week, you know. So Exactly. Yeah, I get it. So teaching. So you're teaching. I see you're painting now. Yeah. How long have you been painting? Man, that's my first love before music. Really? Yeah. I've I I started drawing at the age of five. Um my mom was an artist, but you know, growing up, seeing my parents, man, it, it was it was a it was a, a rough life, man. 
because she, you know they had a rough life, bro, and and but they had an art behind them, and my dad was the music part, my mom was the art part. Um, I actually get, I, I I owe it to my sister. I have three sisters. Uh, the youngest one, you know, she was an artist, but uh, they wouldn't teach me crap. You know, I asked my mom, "Mom, how do you do this?" And it's like, "You're gonna learn on your, own. you're gonna learn on your own." And it's like, oh, "Come on, man!" So I, ne- I was never taught. I was never taught. I'm a self-taught musician. Uh, the only, the only, the only thing is, uh, I took schooling in right. school, and I took uh, some music in college, San Antonio College. You know, and uh, from there on, I said, "I understand. I'll get it." But right. it's just that was the wrong attitude. But you know, and I like to go back and and just. Just refreshing my courses and my music, uh, my theory and everything. But with the art, same thing. I was self-taught, you know. And uh, but, I, I actually prefer being self-taught. <laughs> you know, me too. No, because you, you learn, you learn the hard way. I mean, you learn by fucking up. You, know? <laughs> so you do. You, so you do. That's okay, I won't do that again. Or <laughs> you know, I when I was in when I was in SAC in Cassandra College, I forgot the name of the uh, music teacher. I was. Uh, and uh, we had an argument. And um, at that time, I was I actually took it upon myself to study percussion and study ethnomusicology. So I, I had these books that I was reading upon ethnomusicology. And, uh, and I was, there's books out there on sound, sound tonality. Right. And I was learning about sound tonality because I was so, like I said, I was so deep into it, man. At that time, that's when I said, I'm going to go to, you know, go back to music. And it discouraged me because all she was teaching was, oh, you know, uh, classical, which is cool, but I'm not an opera. Right. You know, I want to learn the deep shit. I want to learn what 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 is, is intriguing me. And you know, at the time, you know, she was putting down jazz. So jazz is not real music. It's like, what the fuck? What all this chick, man. And then she, she said, you know, and, I, and, and she said, you know, like... You know, bird sounds are not, it's not musical. I said, no, I'll take that back, man. Bird sounds are music. You know, there's music in birds. There's music in this, you know, trees of wind. My mindset was different. My mindset was right. already jacked up. And it's like, I know how to make you cry just playing percussion or make you, you know, want to do whatever you want playing percussion. I, I had them in, I knew how to manipulate people in that way. You know, and this chick over here is trying to give me a, it's just biased, dude. It's like, and I said, you know what? And she told me, if you want to pass this class, you're going to have to agree with me. Right. I said, you know what? Later, man. That's why I said, I never went back. You know, and um, it's hard to find a teacher that is in a level of a mentality where it's open and, yeah. and will give you the ability and the chance to say something with the instrument because every that's what I believe is every student has a different signature their signature is different their thumbprint is different mm-hmm. you know and 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 I'm trying to pull that out of every student little by little man if it takes increments of it I'll do it you know that's my job but with the art deal I'm you know I did the same thing you know I won uh, I remember I did a painting of Kiss and I, I, I sent it in man I don't know how goofy it is, but, you know, I won first place. It, it got sent to New York. It was in the museum for a while. Wow. They sent it back, and it was at the boys' club. They sent it back, and somebody stole it. You know, a lot of what? my... Oh, yeah, a lot of my artwork was stolen, man. And, and 
I wish I had her, but I, you know, it's just things that happen. So by all, you know, learning the way I learn music is, you know, I like bird calls. I have the bird calls. I used to go out of the hill country, sit my ass down and just call on birds. And lo and behold, fucking birds. <laughs> He's like, you know, I want to, I want to do it right, man. I want right. to, I want to, you know, if I'm playing in, in a, if there's a song playing and it's time for me to do bird calls, I want to take that woman or that guy and I want to transcend them into a jungle and then let, and let the other cats bring them back to reality. You know, that's that's the way I think. And with the art, my transcendence is, is is for when I'm painting, I become that painting. And when I become that painting, I start I start looking around and say, what color should I be? It sounds weird and stupid, but that's the way no. my, my, my mind is, you know, and, and that's the way I think. And I mean, granted, there's tons of now that I'm work I work with a group called Death from a Brush. These cats are young cats, man. I think I'm the second oldest guy there. You know, but these guys are beautiful, man. These young kids, they, I call them kids, but they're like in the 30s right, and right. 20s. But it's just, this is like, they're, God, their work is immaculate. It's awesome. And I love to see their, I like to see people's artwork. And, uh, but, you know, I like to share this with them and, and be a part of them and, and learning the artwork and learning what, what I like to do with, with you know, I'm still learning. I'm always going to learn until the day I I'm, I'm six feet underground, you know, that's I'm done, you know, maybe somebody can use your bones for, Hey, for <laughs> you know what? I'll put that up. And Whoever wants my bones, you can have them, man. Gabe, we got to wrap it up. Okay, bro. Dude, uh, where can they find you? Are you, do you have a website? Are you, who are you playing with? What are you going, what do you got going right on? Right now I'm freelancing. Any art shows or anything? Art shows or the, the one art show I'm, I'm doing right now, believe it or not, it's well, it's not until, 2018 hopefully i'm actually doing the music the artwork to the music of rush so you know uh that's that's a i'd like to hear more about that dude when when it comes around come back and we'll talk about it yeah that, that sounds intriguing because i had an idea for something else oh and i'll okay. tell you after we're done with this okay okay cool cool no well <laughs> and and that and i'm freelancing i'm just i'm just doing freelancing um you know just and then teaching. I'm, I'm doing a lot of. I'm, I'm really concentrating on the on the teaching part. Where are you teaching <clears throat> out of? Um, I'm teaching at a school called Network for Young Artists. Okay. NY, NY, NY. Yeah, and I've been, I've been there for five years, um, and uh, I like the kids there, man. I like the kids. I like this, the staff is so small, very small. But yeah, they didn't want they didn't want to hire me. They didn't. <laughs> 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 they didn't want to hire another friend of mine that he should have been there. But anyway. <laughs> But yeah, just doing that, brother, and, and and of course, you know, sticking with cats that I that I know that that love to play with me, you know, uh, James, Ruben, all these guys, right? Man, you know, and uh, whoever's out there that needs percussion, you know, just make sure that I just don't play congas, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring your own human bones. Exactly, to play he'll play with them. He'll play them. He's got to bring them. <laughs> and uh, you know, Facebook. I don't have a website. But you're, uh, they can find you, Gabriel they, Herrera. Yeah, they can find me in, on 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 Facebook, man. I'm always there, putting up cats and stuff. So, yeah. ah, I like the videos you put up, man. I like the <laughs> <laughs> the percussion videos. I like yeah, all yeah, the music yeah. stuff. You know. <laughs> Gabe, thanks for doing this, man. I really appreciate. Thank you, coming you Julian, out, bro. I appreciate you so much. This was fun, man. This was fun. Thank you for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website 
texasmusicspotlight.com to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Thank you.